Hey everyone, Adam Holtz here, your host for The Plugged In Show. Focus on the family's weekly conversation about everything related to entertainment and technology. Thanks for joining us. Today we'll be talking about how movies influence the way we think and feel. And we'd love you to join the conversation as well. So be sure to let us know what you think by emailing us at team at thepluggedinshow.com. Joining me today in our conversation are... Jonathan McKee. Kristen Smith. Paul Acey. And Bob Hoos. All right, let's dive in with an icebreaker. And of course, it's awards season and Oscar nominations were released earlier this week. And Oscar nominations are always a combination of, well, yeah, we knew that was going to get 75 (laughs) nominations. And, oh, how'd that end up on the list? And I want to focus just on the Best Picture nominees. And I want your your hot take. What are you surprised about? Uh, what do you think? Oh, yeah, that was going to be on there. And, and maybe what do you think? The, what's your, your pick for best picture? So the nominations in alphabetical order are Ford v. Ferrari, The Irishman with 10 nominations, Jojo Rabbit, Joker with a class leading 11 nominations, mm. Little Women, Marriage Story, 1917 with 10 nominations, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood with 10 nominations, and Parasite. So what's a lock? What's a surprise? What do you think? All right. So I was really actually surprised that Joker was nominated for Best Picture, number mm, one. Really? And I thought that it was surprising that it got 11 nominations. I, I knew that Joaquin Phoenix was going to be nominated for Best Actor, right? Right. right? But I was not expecting the Best Picture nomination. I wish, Just, honestly. Now, why? Well, I think that it was it was a dark movie. It Very. was in some ways derivative. I think of some Martin Scorsese movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it felt it felt <laughs> it was a movie of its time. It definitely had that darkness that I think a lot of us feel darkness. today. <laughs> exactly. But but honestly, as the the award season sort of ramped up, I was not hearing that much about Joker anymore. Yeah. I wish if I had had my druthers. You didn't ask this necessarily, and I know I'm running over time, but <laughs> if I had had my druthers, I would have voted for A Hidden Life with Terrence Malick. Ah, Terrence yes. Malick's Hidden Life. It was a beautiful movie. Which nobody saw. Which nobody except, except, except you. It was a great movie. Because Terrence Malick is usually boring, that's why. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Already so I early. can't even say his title without a thin red... <laughs> <laughs> oh, Terrence. All right, tangent alert, tangent alert. Back <laughs> on this year's Oscars. Yeah, well, I, I can throw my uh, my suggestion for best picture in the hat. I, I really think 1917 is really the only film on the list, to be honest. Wow. Um, I, the it Yes, it has some plugged-in issues for people who are discerning <laughs> because it's got some language issues and, and war, it's war. war it's violence. War. Yeah. But... But the fact is that it is such a well-made film that has some very powerful things to say about our natural essence of who we are as mm. people and and the choices we make and the things that we will fight for. And it's not necessarily fighting for the war. I mean, the, the, film, right. is, the film is almost a, a tangent to the war that's going mm. on. It's about this guy struggling for the lives of... Of so many people. I mean, it's a it's it's a powerful film. Well, and the way it was shot too. Oh, yes. I mean, literally since Alfred Hitchcock's Rope, have we ever seen a movie that was pretty much one shot? Birdman yeah. was supposed to be sort of that that yeah. same yeah. that same vibe, right. but it's so All different. Right. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I think for my choice, um, I wasn't surprised by it, but Marriage Story 
was mm. really impactful. Um, definitely, I don't know about winning Best Picture, but I think just the acting and the realness of it, I really enjoy movies that I feel like I can connect with, something that feels very natural. And that I'm sure, not that everyone has experienced divorce, but just the, the communication issues, the the messy things about marriage, the fun parts and raising a kid, it just felt really relatable. You know, when I saw Marriage Story, honestly, 1917 and Marriage Story mm -hmm. make a great contrast because 1917 is really bloody. It really has some hard things. I think Marriage Story might have devastated me more. It was mm. devastating. Just because mm. It was hard to watch. Well, the acting is brilliant. Brilliant, I mean, the yeah. two leads are great. Yes. That's, a, that, that's amazing. You know, it's funny. I, I think the thing that actually surprised me, and it's not that this was a bad film. I loved it, but Ford v. Ferrari, and I know you call it Ford. I, I'd say Ford versus Ferrari. I mean, come right, on. You know, right. And, uh, <laughs> I was just, just reading the title, man. It was, such a, the title. it was such a good... I mean, my wife and I saw it together, and uh, honestly, I don't often like many of the Oscar picks because they're so dark and they're mm -hmm. so artsy and what... And yeah. Honestly, I, I, I think a lot of them are boring. This film was amazing, and what a great story. Good family. I mean, it, it was good stuff. I mean, honestly, you know, it's it's got language and, and stuff, but right. man, but we, just at the PG we as a couple, level. yeah, yeah, it's not we a, as a couple, we enjoyed the film. It was funny. Uh, there was some, there was some, you know, just some moments of humor and heart. Yeah. Um, so, so to me, I was actually surprised it made the list because yeah. I liked uh, it so much. And I, I'm probably gonna get fired from the Plugged In podcast for saying this, but I'm really glad Tarantino's Once Upon a Time in Hollywood made it because it just was a really well done film and yeah with all Tarantino you gotta leave the kids at home on this one and we'll probably get an email <laughs> just for 30. saying that just yeah. <laughs> but, but it was I mean Brad Pitt once again came through DiCaprio came through I mean it was just all around an interesting once and I don't want to give any spoilers so uh, it's about uh, Hollywood though yeah, right how, yeah. how it could have how it could have been and what an interesting you know, uh, look into that uh, tragic event. Yeah, well, it's you kind of a love letter. To, you and I have to talk about this because I've always felt that Tarantino never creates a complete film. Mm -hmm. He has a film with great moments, but it's never complete. And that's my opinion. This feels so like a, a bonus podcast for <laughs> later. I know. Right? I know. I wish we could just. So yeah, I wish we could push back on. I was in uh, Reservoir Dogs, but <laughs> I was surprised at how many of these movies I haven't seen. So mm -hmm. of the nine on the list, I've seen two of them. Which means I have some work to do over the Wait, next month. Wait, now you're fired from playing. I know, I know, out. I know. Well, <laughs> I tend to see whatever the most family-friendly pick is each week, and Oscars tend not to family... not yeah. be that. Yeah. Um, the two that I've seen are the two that I was surprised were on the list: Ford v Ferrari, Ford v Ferrari. I'm just going to say the title again. <laughs> Forget the verses. It's not verses. And Little Women. And Little Women obviously is a classic yes. uh, Louisa May Alcott story. Uh, beloved. I mean, it's not very many stories you can say are beloved, yeah. but I think it's also familiar enough that I was a little bit surprised that it ended up on the list. With the top-notch cast, though. No, so it's, that's it's why. A, I loved it. Yeah. It was really, really well done, but it. I think Oscars sometimes intentionally sort of zag where you think they're going to zig, and... You know, this one didn't do that. It's exactly what you think it is. Yeah, and, and one of the things that I really appreciated about that movie was that it felt both so very traditional and old-fashioned and yet very contemporary just fresh by feel, the yeah. way mm -hmm. that the characters were drawn. And I, I, I think that that might be one of the reasons why it made it. All right. We would love to hear from you about what you think about the Oscar nominations this year. So send us an email at team, that's T-E-A-M, at thepluggedinshow.com. 
Well, you know, we talk about in culture Tinseltown of Hollywood being a place that makes magic, whether we're talking about Disney or whether we're talking about movies in general. And I thought with this being Oscars and awards season, it would be a great opportunity for us to talk about what is it about movies that are magical? You know, we spend a lot of time at Plugged In thinking about the influence and effect of pop culture in our lives. And, you know, right now we're, we're talking about the Oscar movies. Um, but what is it that makes a film work? And I think too often when we go to a movie, we'll end up having one of two responses. We come out like a 13-year-old boy and say, that was awesome. <laughs> or that was terrible. Yeah. And then we go about our business and we don't think much about it. So what I want to do in this segment is really unpack when we think a movie is awesome, um, what is it that is really at work in us? So think about a film, and it can be recent or old, that moved you deeply. What was it about the story that, that connected with you? How did it work on you? I have one. I don't. I mean, oftentimes those are my responses, like that's awesome or that was terrible. And then I do go about my day and do whatever. But when I went to see Tully um, a while back, I did not walk out of there thinking this is awesome or terrible. I was kind of in this weird limbo um, and it's a story about a mom. And so I won't get into it, but she, you know, she's, it just shows the details of her every day raising her kids working really hard to be a great mom and she's dealing with depression and she's dealing with Mm -hmm. depression and so it was this crazy thing where i walked out thinking i relate to that on so many levels and i didn't even know it while i was watching it right but it really struck a chord with me and stayed with me for a long time yeah and it you know this brings up a tangent that we'll have to touch on at a later date Obviously, Tully is an R-rated movie, and it has yeah, a lot of content. Ton, yeah, so, tons of content issues. You know, this is not a conversation in which we're saying necessarily run out and go see exactly. these movies. And you know, you'll find reviews of all of these that plugged in. But I saw Tully too, and I totally understand where yeah. you're coming from because it it just laid bare this young mom's struggle. So, but what, I, I think I think in a general context that ties into what I was going to say that that attracts us about movies, and that is the. Um, for me, it's it's the relationships that they create. If these relationships are deep and well-rounded and and I can identify with with the characters yeah. and they pull me in, that's that's what makes a film really work for me. I mean, I I've, I've seen some films that may not have been directed as well as they could be because I yeah. like I like to look at direction and and see what a director is doing in terms of the craft, but it's the relationships in the film, like you were talking about Little Women. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you've got these characters that I'm not a woman, and so and I can't. And you're not little either. No, no. So I can't, I can't directly identify <laughs> with what these women are struggling with, or right. th- or working with, or or even their their inner interaction together. But the people, mm-hmm. man, I can I can definitely relate to them. And when they've got these relationships that then ultimately make a point in the context of the movie. Man, it, it can be very moving. Yeah. yeah. So relationships are, yeah. are a thing that can connect really deeply with us. Very much so. On an emotional level, not yeah. always an intellectual level. Yeah, and I think, like I said, something that feels real. Like I yeah. can relate, not just to the relationship of the person, but what they're going through. I think it's interesting that we always see films through our own lens as well. You yeah. know, it's obviously our own personal experience is going to affect it. And I, I sometimes think of actually who I watched the movie with or whatever, like like my dad likes westerns and he and i would watch westerns together so for me i've always kind of had my eye on a good western when you asked the question honestly the first movie that popped in my head 
And it's probably because of the fact that my dad and I grew up watching these Westerns was, was Open Range, which is a Kevin mm-hmm. Costner film. A lot of people haven't seen it. I'd be surprised if anybody here at the table has oh, actually even seen it. I've seen it. Good, good. <laughs> and I loved it. And it was one that we watched. And I actually recently showed it to my um, my youngest daughter has been married now a year. And uh, I was sitting down with her husband and he's about ready to go off to Afghanistan. And um he likes, you know, certain type of movies well. We sat down and I showed him this one and he was like, man, this is good. And it had everything I like with, you know, you know, good story, meaningful characters. It was real. It wasn't, you know, unrealistic the mm-hmm. way things went down. And uh, it just, it moved me. It moved my son-in-law, moved my dad, you know. And I love that when you have that connection with the people you're sitting with mm. and you're watching a good story. And uh, it's just one of those films that's, uh, you know, going to be on my shelf for sure. Yeah, and I think that that's one of the things that, that movies can do so well is they can bring us together. Yeah. yeah. You know, I think that, that I, I share that sentiment completely, Jonathan. I think that, that for me, when I'm working, I very rarely bring someone along when I'm taking notes. But for it to be an experience for me, I need to have someone in the seat next to me. Yeah. You know, someone who yeah. I can share. Yeah. And, and to, to surf off of, of your point, Kristen, I think that that when you feel those relationships in the movie itself, I think it makes it all the more impactful. Yeah. Adam, you and I have talked about it. I'm a sucker for father son stories, right? Oh yeah. So that's sort Every of time. like a yeah, it's it's almost like a Pavlovian response. When I see a good father son story, <laughs> I, it resonates on a deeper level yeah. than it would otherwise. No, right? and I'm in the same boat, and and I think that. That shows how we bring a relational context to the stories right. that we watch too. That yeah. that sometimes a story can impact one person and not another person because of what you've gone through. I mean, Kristen liked Tully right. because she's a young mom, and it's a story about a young mom. If you had seen it as a single woman oh, or before yeah. you had kids, yeah, you might have appreciated things artistically wouldn't about have been it, the same. but you wouldn't have appreciated it the same way because yeah. you understand that context. And, and we should mention quickly the fact that uh, the craft of a film can make a huge difference mm-hmm. oh, in how yeah. we connect. Yeah. Oh, totally yeah. agree. There are times like I was talking about 1917 throwing that out there 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 are moments in that film that are they can be tiny small individual moments that when you when you just look at it in the context of the whole picture might seem completely insignificant but when crafted with this master hand of the director and the way they use the camera or they use the lighting or they use someone just subtly touching someone mm-hmm. yeah. it can yeah. speak sure. so volumes and it can it can draw you in and it can really give a scene such depth yep that's the beauty of a of really good director, I think, yes. and a really good creator, because they can they can push these aspects that they really want to push in this story. You know, the 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 movie that I think of actually when I think about things like that is Up. Mm. Yeah, Up so is a good. beautiful movie. Oh and, man, bring your Kleenex! Wow, oh, no, I know, I'm almost I know. crying thinking about exactly. it. Exactly, yeah. but but you see the characters. You know, the the main grandfather, he's blocky and sturdy, a little like his house. His wife is sort of this this rounded, soft character mm-hmm. who's gentle and kind, and that's sort of echoed by the balloons that pulls the house up. And so you have these elements that sort of echo throughout the movie that, that I think just add a different dimension to the, to the film. It's kind of cool when you get a film 
that uh, up is one you know that we can actually say, hey, this is one you can bring your kids to, right, absolutely, you know, and it has and your Kleenex, yeah, yeah, and your and your box all of Kleenex, it. bring it all, you know. But because it's hard, because some films, let's be honest, are very well done; they're great pieces of art, but they also might be very inappropriate or yeah. whatever. So it's neat when a film like Up comes through, where you got great art, great storytelling, great characters, and guess what? You can actually bring the family. And it just goes to show you that that I don't think that you need to have a lot of adult content to tell a really resonant story. You know, Up and some of the things that Pixar does, they show that you can have these deep, rich, resonant stories without a lot of content. Yeah, yeah I exactly. think that's absolutely right. And I think we want to talk about this because movies have the power to move us deeply. And sometimes I think when we have a deep emotional response to a movie, it can almost it can almost block us from thinking about uh, the movie's ideas um, and thinking about why we're responding that way. And so why do you think it's important to think and talk about our responses to films after we see them? Hmm. Man, I... For me, I think that the the real heavy lifting of what I do for a living and, and actually just appreciating film is is done in the conversations afterward, mm. talking about the ideas that you see in a film with, with other people, yeah. uh, talking about the points where you disagree. Adam, you and I had a great conversation on The Joker when we saw it. Yeah. And I think that that's, that enriches And we the didn't experience. agree. We didn't agree. We, we both liked things about it, but right. there were both things that we argued about right right i think they can bring elements to light too that you didn't see originally you know when you start to talk about it with other people we do this what every time we every time someone sees a movie we come back we all talk about the movie <laughs> and everyone has a different point of view i think that's really that's good well, and, and you learn things from each other i mean yeah. like just even in your description of up i literally saw up a couple months ago again and again was going oh man it's amazing but with what you just said about her and the balloons and the, i'm like I never saw that. I'm going to go look for that again. So it's good. I mean, it's fun when you, you know, dialogue with this. And, I, you know, like earlier I said, I so often, a movie going is an experience where you got someone next to you and the person sitting next to me always complains because during funny moments, I'm always hitting their leg. I'm like, oh, you know, because I, I love joining. Jonathan, stop. I know. They have a sore Don't right me. leg if they sit on my left. But it is just... It is a fun experience, and there's nothing better than going and grabbing a milkshake afterwards and talking about it. I drink your milkshake, and and I and I think it's important for us to stress that that parents could should be thinking about that very thing because they can walk away from a film, even if it's just a kids' film, yes, and they can talk about the film with their children and maybe bring out points that they've seen that the kids. Mm glossed right over important points about about faith or about choices that you make in life things of that nature and i think parents uh if if they go in with that discerning mindset it can make a big difference and let me just tell you as some guy who's recently joined a plugged in team that's what i like about your movie reviews that you guys do honestly as an outsider i think i feel a freedom to say that because i don't write the reviews i love how you guys aren't just kind of giving a synopsis and saying yay or nay you guys are talking about what's important and what parents can dialogue with their kids about. So it's kind of a springboard for that discussion because it shouldn't be a lecture. It should be a dialogue, you know? And so that's, I'm hoping that, I tell you, when I read those reviews, I think what a great tool parents can use to open up these doors of dialogue. Jonathan, I couldn't have said that better myself. (laughs) Thank you very much. Thank you very much. And and that's that's right. I mean, we want Plugged In to be a resource that helps you as a parent uh, or, you know, a youth pastor. There are a lot of people who interact with younger people, a teacher. We want it to be a resource that equips you to help them think more seriously and, and to help you think more seriously about how these ideas are influencing you. Because when our hearts are open... 
um, sometimes we don't think about how the ideas are at work. And so we want to emphasize both critical thinking and we want to give, you know, credit where credit's due for moving stories as well. And all of that takes place when we carve out time afterward to really think through how a movie works on us. Right. Hmm. Well, I have a feeling that we could talk about this subject for hours, but mm-hmm. we've come to the end of our discussion time today. Oh. We would, however, love to keep the conversation going online. So please leave us some feedback or a review and definitely send us an email with your thoughts and ideas and tell us the movies that moved you deeply. Yeah. And you can send that to team at the pluggedinshow.com. You'll also find links to our reviews of the Oscar Best Picture nominees and the movies that we've talked about today. So if you haven't subscribed to the podcast yet, well, do that wherever you listen to your podcast. And by all means, tell your friends about us too. We look forward to spending some more time with you next week. Plugging you into the world of pop culture and technology, I'm Adam Holtz for The Plugged In Show. We'll see you next week. We'll see you next week.